You are now listening to season two, episode 10. We not dealing with no negative shit, period. All right? If you got a group of people that you call your friends and shit and they not supportive, fuck them hoes. What's up, you guys? It's your girl and I, Ivy, and welcome back to my podcast. As always, thank you guys so much for showing me love and support. Today's episode is going to be slightly different. I have a special guest. Her name is Shanice. She is the owner of The Style Animal. If you guys do not know the brand, get familiar okay so um i have her on today so we're gonna do my traditional icebreaker question so you guys can feel out shanice shanice say what's up <laughs> hey y'all my name is shanice i'm the owner of the style animal yes oops i dropped something yes okay so i'm gonna I'm come i'm gonna come at you randomly because i know you got the questions um okay. <laughs> all right so if you had to choose Rugrats or Spongebob? Um, Rugrats. Why Rugrats? <laughs> I never watched Spongebob. Really? <laughs> I never watched Spongebob, but I was a fan of Rugrats, now, for sure. Yeah, Rugrats, they was lit. They was lit. They was doing a bunch <laughs> of shit, too. They were. Okay. Um, Name one thing you cannot live without. One thing I can't live without. Oh, I don't know. Fashion. <laughs> yes, that's a good answer. <laughs> yes, fashion. <laughs> okay, um, coffee or tea? Um, I'm neither, but if I had to choose, maybe like an iced coffee. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you good on the warm beverages? Yeah, I don't like warm be- beverages or like warm foods. I'm good on anything warm. Really? So yeah. <laughs> I never heard of that. It's just like I'm good. So on the, weird. I'm good on the warm things. Okay, <laughs> so if you had to choose money or fame, definitely money. Okay, and why? Um, I don't really like being like in the scene. Like mm-hmm. nowadays, it's I feel like it's more imperative because everybody, everyone wants to be like they want to know who's like in front of the brand, or you know, they just want to be a part of the lifestyle, a part of the movement, and stuff like that. But I'm not really into it. I'd rather just be behind the scenes collecting checks. Okay. <laughs> I know that's right. Okay, if you had one superpower, what would it be? Oh, superpower? Oh, that's hard. Let me see. <laughs> no rush, no pressure. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe to just, like, if I wanted something, I could just have it right away. I don't know if that's a superpower or not. I don't know. Um, like, I'm trying to think about Maybe like magic. Like, I don't know. Mm. Okay. I asked my friend the other day and she was saying time travel. She was like, because if I could go back in time, I could get what I want. I could do what I want. I was like, damn, that's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe maybe time traveling then. Time travel, because you could go back, you could go, you know, back in time, forward in time, in the yeah. future. So I was like, damn, that's a good answer. I ain't thinking that shit. Yeah, okay, I'm going to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> time travel. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if you're a big hip-hop fan, but I know a lot of people, I'm originally from New York, so I always ask this this question Ja I mean Jaws who is Jaws I was about to say <laughs> Jay-Z or Nas and why if you had to pick like an artist like okay with the, whether it be like how they look their career or how they carry themselves like how wh- who would you pick um I'm not really 
into like hip hop, hip hop like that. Mm-hmm. But if I had to choose, maybe Nas, because he's really low key. I feel like Jay Z's low key, but I feel like in the beginning he wasn't. Right. So I'm gonna go with Nas, and Nas looks better. So <laughs> Nas is a snack, <laughs> and then some, and he still okay. looks good. I'm like, damn, right. what he drinking over there? <laughs> what is what's in his food? Okay, um, okay, this is a spicy question. Do you like sex in the morning or sex at night? Um, I'm gonna say at night because I'm not a morning person. Okay. At all. <laughs> <laughs> like, same here, because I'm like, wake up early. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so is this like a, a factor when you were dating? Um, you know, when you're intimate with a dude, was it important that he gave you good head or good sex? Uh, okay, that's a weird question for me. <laughs> no, I'm saying when you were dating, like, you know, not now, but I'm saying when you were, you know, dating, whatever, weighing out your options, if you were intimate with the dude back then, um, what was it like? What was like the it factor? Like, it was either this or that. Okay, so I've been with my husband since I was 15, so I haven't dated anyone else. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but now. Um, it depends on my mood. I don't know. Sometimes head is better than sex, and sometimes sex is better than head. It just depends. Okay, got you. It just depends on my mood. Got you, got you. She was like, well, girl, I've been with my man forever. So I know I was trying to steal. I'm like, well, you know, when you were dating. No, sis, I wasn't. I got my one, and that was it. All right, so the last question, Martin or Fresh Prince? Ooh. Like, if you could only watch one show, like, if you could, like, sit, chill with hubby, watch reruns, would you guys watch Martin or Fresh Prince? I'm going to go with Fresh Prince. Ooh. I'm a family person. I just uh-huh. feel like, oh, I feel like it has everything. Right, right. It does. You know? Yeah. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with Fresh Prince, yeah. Oh, snap. She said <laughs> Fresh Prince. That was a hard one. That was a hard one, though. All right, so I wanted to kind of give you guys a little background on Shanice. Shanice is really dope. I ended up finding her a couple of years ago on Instagram. I saw this jacket. It popped out on my timeline. I was like, I need this jacket. And it says, don't do wifey shit for a fuckboy. And I was like, oh, I need this. I need this jacket. And it's so funny because I was dealing with a fuckboy at the time. And I had bought the dress. Because you had like this white dress and I bought it and I think I wore it. And he looked at me like, uh-uh. And he took my jacket and was trying to cover me like, why would you wear that? And you with me. Because I was like, that's my mood. Like, don't be doing no wifey right. shit for a fuckboy. Right. <laughs> so I already fell in love with your brand just because the sassiness, the spiciness. It's very unapologetic. It's in your face. So I just wanted to tell you that I love that. Thank um, you. I appreciate it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so... My first question for you is what inspired you to have your own business and kind of like what was your thought process of saying like, okay, I want to have my own thing or do my own, you know, my own line. Yeah. Um, Well, I always knew that I wanted to like be my own boss, like ever since I was younger. Like, you know how you would like play house with your cousins and stuff like that? We would play like, okay, this is my business. You guys work for me. People are going to be calling you guys because they want this dress. They want these jeans. Whatever. Right. Did so you? Like, okay, wait. Did thing. you have a fake cash register? 
We had everything. <laughs> yes. in my cousin's garage. <laughs> yes. See, imagination like, is important. Yes. So, like, I always knew that I wanted to uh, have my, my own business, whether it was, like, my own store, um, without my designs, just wholesale, or with my designs. Um, right. It didn't matter. I just knew that I wanted to be my own boss. Right. That's amazing. You just had that, you know, entrepreneur leadership type of vibe from the jump. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So what would you have done differently first starting out your business? Because I know like over the years we've learned as business owners, like, okay, you know, trial and error, do this right or do this better. So what was some things that you uh, would have done differently when first starting? Um, the only thing, because I feel like, you know, as entrepreneurs, we, we learn things pretty much every day because mm-hmm. it's really hard you know especially when you don't have the money and stuff like that for the long for the longest time it was just like myself you know right or like my husband helping me you know or like my grandma dropping off orders and stuff like that so it's it's very hard um, and you learn things every day but I think the only regret that I have or the only thing I would have done differently is start earlier okay and, and when did you start like 2000 i don't want to be incorrect so you- uh 2016 okay so, so it'll be four years in um august okay so so what you mean you would have started earlier like when you first like give explain to me <laughs> so like i just feel like when social media first started mm-hmm. um i didn't really know the importance of it you know right. i was just posting for fun just like regular i would do like little I had like little side businesses, like I would do like custom Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so I was doing, you know, custom pieces and stuff like that, but I just wish that I would have started earlier because I feel like now is like the time. Like there's so many brands that are out there now, even though I feel like I've separated myself mm-hmm. from majority of the brands out there. I just feel like, like I would have started earlier because I knew that, like, right now, I would have been, like, the shit, the shit. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. I can't explain it, but I definitely wish I would have um, would have started earlier because I lagged. Like, I moved out to L.A. when I was 19, which was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like, the first five years that I was out here, I really bullshitted, to be honest. Right. So I just wish I could have, you know, started at that time. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's better late than never, right? True. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So the next question is, when did you decide to open up your own storefront? Like what pushed you, motivated you? What was that turning point in your business? Then you wanted to say, okay, I want to take it to the next level. So I honestly wasn't even thinking about a storefront. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. I was just looking for a space because I have a one bedroom apartment. So literally the style animal was taking over my whole apartment. Right. So I was looking for a space and I was getting denied, 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 denied. I'm talking about, I, I tried to get spaces in the trenches. Okay. And they denied me. And then, um, I seen this post on Craigslist and I was like, okay, this, this spot is pretty dope. Right. And, um, I hit him up and he was just like, we want to make sure that you, you know, you're a legit business and stuff like that. So it was a couple of things I had to do before I even saw the spot. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of nervous, like, okay, I'm not going to get it, whatever. So I went to the spot, fell in love with it because not only is it a store, but I have, you know, my own photo shoot area now. And now I have a place that I can put my um, inventory. Right. 
Um, and then maybe like two or three days later, he was just like, you got it. Yes, look at God. Look at God. You know? So I'm like, <laughs> yes. Like, see, God see? wanted me to have this. Yes. And that's amazing because it's just like for you wanting to just have space and now you have a, that's just a blessing in disguise because that's just crazy, right? Yeah, that just pushed you to the next level without you even really thinking you needed to go that, you know, that route. So that's right. amazing. That's dope as fuck. <laughs> I was like, yes, storefront. <laughs> so crazy. I still can't even believe it. Like, no, nah, that's dope, though. Hell yeah. <laughs> trapping out the crib, trapping out the store now. Okay. <laughs> that's what's up. Okay. So the next question is Were you afraid um, everyone wouldn't get or understand your brand when you first started? Um, I wasn't just because I, I never really cared about anyone's opinion. Like, I only live to please two people, and that's God and my husband. So if anybody else thinks whatever, <laughs> right. like, I don't really care, you know, because people are going to talk regardless. Right. Whether you're doing good, whether you're doing bad. So I don't really care about it. But um, the feedback that I get is like, you know, women really, really love it. Some men fuck with it. And then some men are just like, so <laughs> mad. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the guy I was dealing with, he looked at me when I got out there because you know it's big the lettuce right <laughs> it said like, don't do wifey shit is this you is this you like, right right why care. is this why is this bothering you girl when i tell you i had a jacket he was trying to cover me up he felt embarrassed i'm like wow this is a statement <laughs> honey this is fashion what you mean so okay that's what's up though so you you wasn't really concerned okay so you said you got good feedback men so so yeah like some men some men like really <laughs> fuck with it like uh, this one guy came in with his wife and bought it for his wife, you know? And then some <laughs> guys will come in to the store and be like, oh, I'm going to open up a store right next door and have the same thing but for men. And I'm like, well, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, do funny. you? Like, some of them be so mad for nothing. And then some of them, you know, they fuck with it. And then the women, I mean, they love it, so. Right. Did you feel like this was something that was lacking in, like, our, not just our community, but just in the fashion realm overall, just having something just kind of just in your face? Um, well, I will say this. I'm for all women, but mm -hmm. I just feel like as far as, like, the free, the free woman, the woman who speaks her mind, I just feel like we don't really have that for black women. Right. You know, they'll try to label it as, like, urban or ghetto, when it's just a fun brand, you know? Forever 21 has it, Dolls Kills has it, so it's like, why can't, you know, we have a brand that represents us, that's free, that's, you know, fun, mm -hmm. that speaks our mind, you know, that's unapologetic. So, um, I feel like it was, it was missing for women of color, for sure. Right, right, right. Yeah, I feel like that with a lot of stuff, too. Because, like, you go to Feather 21, they have, like, quotes and stuff on shirts. But it just feels very, like, how do I say it? Like, geared to white people. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing that's... Because we have flavor. Like, black people, we have right. flavor. We have sass. We have our rhythm, our blues. And it's just, like, your brand captures that in a very artistic way that stands out from a lot of shit. So... Thank Love you. it. Okay, so the <laughs> next question is, what celeb or influencers uh, would you like to see in your items? Or what celebrities or influencers have you already worked with in your four years so far? Um, I was talking about this the other day. So I've had K. Michelle, Karen Civil, and Cash Doll. So I'm like, okay, the next person 
is gonna be Rihanna. With a K. Look, look, I'm like, it need to be Rihanna. Rihanna needs at the top of my list. Listen, okay? I, I can see Rihanna. I could definitely see Rihanna and don't do wifey shit for a fuckboy. I can definitely, definitely see her something like that. Cause she's free. I mean, she she's herself and she doesn't care what, what anyone thinks, you know? Right, right, right. Okay, so who would be the K person? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Kaylani or something? Yeah, yeah, Kaylani. She was just in a breakup, so maybe her. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can see Kalani rocking some shit. Yeah. Um, but really, just anybody who really believes in the brand, you know? Right. Um, and then the most exciting thing is, like, when a customer, when I see, like, a customer or someone who buys a new tea every time I release a, release, release a tea, um, you know, they're excited about it. So I'm really... I get more excited when I see like customers, you know, right, right. That they really fuck with the brand. They, you know, they're constantly like on me to like evolve as a brand too, like to bring out plus size or maybe you should do this or maybe you should do that and actually give me feedback and mm-hmm. thank me for, for bringing an item in an extra large. I think yeah. That's, um, oh yeah. I have seen. Yes. And, and she has plus size. So do not sleep. Okay. Sis? Yes. Yes. I just saw that. And I saw, you know, the comments like, yes, finally now I can get something. Yeah. So that's great that you're also catering to all sizes and women can feel included and they can yep. support, rock it. That's what's up. Definitely. All right. So what do you envision your brand to be like in the next five years? So in five years, that would be 2025. That should sound so not realistic. So crazy, right? <laughs> we better have so flying crazy. cars by then. Man, I don't know if I'm going to be flying, though. I might still be on the floor. <laughs> But I'm here for the flying cars, though. For sure. Right. Um, but in the next five years, um, definitely, like, you know, bigger budgets, more customers, um, just, like, grand-scale marketing. Like, I want to do crazy marketing, but it's expensive to market as a small brand, you know? It so is. you kind of got to just it is, do what you got to do. I know some people who have a $10,000 budget for, like, a very creative video. I'm like, bitch. Right? <laughs> Yeah. Maybe another store um, doing everything in-house. Dope. You know, just evolving. As, yeah, I can see you brand. having different locations across countries. Yes, definitely New York because everybody's like, you would sell out in New York. Hell yeah. So you know like, us us New Yorkers, we bitchy. We be like, yeah, don't be doing shit for no fuck nigga. Yup, <laughs> yup, his coins. Yup, like, you know, we, New yep. York is so extra. We love all that sassy shit. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of customers in New York. So definitely New York or Houston don't. for like my third location maybe. But yeah. I just want to be big. So whatever it takes, that's what I'm doing. So hopefully in the next five years, I want to evolve, you know, to the highest potential. Yes, dope, dope, dope. Put it out in the universe, manifesting greatness. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so what advice or tips would you give another woman who is looking to start her own brand? Or like basically like advice you would give your younger self when starting your journey to become an entrepreneur? Um, definitely, especially based off experience is definitely, um, just being more serious. Like, like I said, um, earlier when I was saying that I wish I would have started earlier, um, even if I didn't start just, just taking it more serious, you know, like getting information, maybe going to school for marketing and stuff like that, because I feel like now I'm just learning as I go in certain aspects of it. Right. right. Um, and then. 
definitely not giving up. You know, it's easy to give up. You know, we as entrepreneurs, we have bad days, you know, like last year I was still or two years ago, I was still working and some days I would have zero dollars, you know, but that didn't stop me. So definitely don't stop. Try to get all the knowledge that you can get. And then also, like, if you're getting knowledge from other people, just make sure it's someone that you would trade lives with or you would want their business or, you know, mm-hmm. that you respect, don't just yeah. Get, yeah, don't just get just random advice because a lot of people like I talk to a lot of people and they just don't know where to start or they don't know, you know, if they should even like where to print t-shirts and it's like guys you literally can google this no yeah no it's it's simple stuff that i feel like our generation lacks when it comes to just basic information that you can just take five minutes out your day to research yes especially <laughs> yeah. if you really want it you exactly know? you have to have a passion so yeah you have to have a passion definitely and and look to yourself for motivation because if you're looking for oh if this person posts that's going to motivate me like that's not going to work right right because i try to tell people that with this podcast like don't use a podcast as a crutch it's here as a reminder but it's not something to use as a crutch so yes okay dope well i'm (laughs) gonna give them the run it down i will be in los angeles march 14th at the style animal store we are doing a collab collection together i love to network and create and work with dope women especially women of color that are doing their damn thing and um congratulations on everything that you're doing with your storefront that's amazing i didn't even know that that's that's really dope that's <laughs> dope as fuck you, you see how god be working you be thinking you need, you need to play it small then it's like nah you need to go this way so i think it's right. dope i can see you having different events at your store you know just linking up with different people so this is the mm-hmm. first i'm super excited to to bless your store you bless me <laughs> thank you i'm listen i was so excited like i'm so i can't even believe it right now so i definitely <laughs> i know i gotta i gotta like, give them the rundown i gotta give them the background though because you know okay, what okay. you did hit you did hit me up because i was supposed to do my girl talk in la and i think you hit mm-hmm. me up and you were saying something about the store but we didn't have the dates yet and i didn't want to get back to you seeming like i was bullshitting i was like i don't know but then i remember you reached out and i was like well you know what I still want to do something with her. And yeah. that's when I hit you up for Fashion Week. And I was like, oh, you got some dope shit. I could just, you know, freak it at Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got back home, I was like, let's do something. And that's when I randomly hit you up. And and, yeah. and, I, and I also feel like closed mouths don't get fed. And it was just oh, like. I say that all the time. Right. So it was just like, well, you already, you, you kind of already, you know, opened the door slightly. And I'm like, okay, well, let me step in and let's do this. So. Shout out to you. Shout out to me because I'm just like, <laughs> let's do something. Let's do something yes. dope, creative. I love that you have a female DJ on this event. What's her name again? Yes, Crystal. At Crystal DJ, y'all. Yes, she's going to be, you know, mixing. I just tell her I just need a little bit of Drake. That's all. And I'll be fine. Okay, what she play? Just, just, <laughs> just let her know I need some Drake up in there. Yes, I love her. <laughs> but yeah, so it's going to go down um, from 12 to 4. March 14th, we do have the flyers posted on our pages. Please let them know where they can find you and the Style Animal app. Yes, so uh, the brand's Instagram is at thestyleanimal.co, and my personal Instagram is at Shanice Shanice. Yes, yes, Shanice. Well, thank you so much for blessing this podcast and dropping some gems for us. 
Thank you, Naya. Thank you for everything. I'm excited. I can't wait till Saturday. Yes. I know, and I can't wait to meet you. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because we've been working, going back and forth for a few weeks. I'm so excited. yes, I'm excited too. I can't wait to see everybody come. I'm excited. This is gonna be lit. It's gonna be like a movie. I don't know about the weather, but we're gonna pray that it's a little sunshine coming out. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna be good because it was supposed to rain today too. So, because I'm like, damn, you know, LA. Listen, yeah, was- listen. I need the sun to come. Out. I'm like, rain? Because somebody wrote right. like, oh, I'm coming in the rain and all. I'm like, what's she talking about? <laughs> rain. <laughs> But I think we'll be good though. Yeah, I, I think, think we're gonna we'll be, be good. good too. So I'm super excited. I can't wait. Y'all better pull up because I got a lot of y'all talking about Anaya come to the bay. The Bay Area is not far. It's not far. Okay, okay. come on, bruh. Come on, come on. If I'm a girl, pull up, pull up. Stop playing. Cause y'all be playing <laughs> in the Bay Area. They be playing. Listen, <laughs> bring your ass to this damn store. Check out some dope pieces, okay? Support some black business owners, small business. And let's get it lit. Let's support each other, network, and have fun. So bring your asses out. Yes. <laughs> All right, so as you guys know on this podcast and on my IG story, if you guys do not follow me on Instagram, girl, what is you doing? I do like to post a tarot card of the day. Basically, I just try to pick up you guys' energy and see what the vibe and energy is for the day. So the card that fell out was the Seven of Wands, and the deck that I'm using is called Monday's Tarot. So this card is a woman and she has a wand in her hand. She's like standing very fiercefully. The wind is blowing in her hair. The sun is behind her and she has like these wands kind of facing towards her. So basically what this card represents is challenge, attack and standing your ground. So it says you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, said Wayne Gretzky. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. (laughs) This is about going after what you want, playing both offense and defense. You've gotten this far on your own and now it's about sustaining your success and maintaining your reputation. You may be clouded with thoughts like, am I good enough to be here and experiencing imposter syndrome? Stop it. Remember who you are, review all your previous accomplishments and know that you've gotten to where you are for a reason. Fight with integrity and honor when you face your challenges. Stand your ground when necessary and do not back down. Okay, persevere through this challenge like you have in the past. Not everybody will like you, but they will respect you for standing up for yourself. So I don't know who may be listening and may feel like they need to embody the Seven of Wands energy, but this is someone who's not taking no shit. You know what I'm saying? This is someone who is basically saying, okay, This is what I need to do, and I'm going to do it. This is a person who has confidence. You know what I'm saying? So you may be dealing with some things in your life, whether that be in a relationship where you want to stand your ground and tell your partner how you feel, and you're not talking yourself out of it. You know what I'm saying? Or this could be a challenge within your career, and you're making decisions, and you're not second-guessing yourself asking, are you dope enough? You know know you're fucking dope. So, um, yeah, this is just basically reminding you to just... Own your shit. Stop playing yourself. You know, y'all know me. I, that's my thing. Stop playing yourself. So this is just a reminder to let you know that you on the you on the right path. And, and sometimes we have to reflect on where we have been and focus on where we're going. So that's kind of the energy and vibe that I'm picking up from this card for the Seven of Wands. So you know, like I said, this may resonate with somebody listening, but that's basically what this card represents. 
All right, you guys. So this is the girl talk portion of this podcast. As always, I ask you guys to keep um, it anonymous. Include your age and subject the girl talk. You guys can follow me on my Instagram, The Annihilator. There's an email section. Um, I mean, an email button that you guys can simply click and send your girl an email. Um, I do not judge anyone. This is a judgment-free zone. If you guys want my honest opinion or you just want advice or you want Savage Anaya to give you advice or whatever it is, um, definitely send me an email and let's just get into it. All right, so this one says, Hey, Anaya, I've been listening and watching your videos for a while now. Well, now I finally have a question for your girl talk section. She put, I'm 27 and I met this Oops, excuse me. I got like a little hiccup. <laughs> I'm 27 and I had met this guy who was 30 in October of 2019. We really hit it off and we've been with each other basically since the day we met. His idea, not mine. Well, fast forward to now. We argue all the time, mostly because we're not having sex like we used to. But he wants it random times. Like when I'm asleep. <laughs> yo men are something else she put like when i'm asleep and got three hours till i have to wake up and get ready for work mind you i stay with him so when i come home he's entertained by video games and i end up falling asleep and honestly his attitude is the reason i'm not busting it wide open for him also he helps me with my car it got repoed and he gave me the money to get back to get it back and now i owe him 400 compared to the 1300 I own. Well, his roommates aren't very responsible, so he sometimes has to pull their weight in everybody. Two roommates and one quitter. One quatter. Child, I don't know. In the house, owes him money. Well, he compares me with them and calls me lame and broke, basically tries to hurt my feelings. He recently got mad at me for paying for my phone bill instead of paying him off. I know this is a lot. What would you do in my situation? Every time I leave and go home, he finds a way to apologize and get me back and gets me to come back. I understand how he can say he loves me, but not show it. I haven't said it back. (coughs) Child, his ad, first of all, he 30 with two roommates. Girl, that's a red flag right there. (laughs) I heard everything you said, but bitch, that's a red flag. 30 years old with two roommates. No, thank you. Um... When he decided to give you money for your car that got repoed, was that a loan or was that him being your nigga and helping you out? Because if if my man is helping me financially in a situation that I'm in, and if he's a real man, he's not looking for me to pay that back. Because if he was, he should have never gave it in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So you didn't really go into detail of what you guys established when coming towards like, are you doing this to help me out or are you doing this because you want me to repay you and you're looking out for me? Because if you my nigga and I'm busting it wide open and I'm sucking your dick and popping pussy, I'm not paying you shit. (laughs) Okay, you my nigga and you help me out. And that's that. You feel me? And then, like I said, 30 years old with two roommates. I'm not judging, but goddamn, what the fuck? And then, you know, whatever. 
and then he's mad because y'all not having sex no more, whatever. First of all, we got to keep the we got to keep the 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 energy spicy between us. Nigga, if I come home and you playing video games, what am I supposed to do? Come sit on your lap and all that. Listen, you got to turn a bitch on, period. I'm so sick of men thinking that women are always supposed to be the seductive, sexy one in the relationship. No, nigga, you need to turn me on, too. I need to be attracted by your your day to day actions. So. That's how I feel. Now, he feels some type of way because you paid your phone bill. Girl, listen, if I was in a situation, I would tell him about himself. That's what I would do. You know what I'm saying? Did you help me out? You know, because you my man and we dealing with each other. Did you help me out just to help me out? And now whatever. That's how I see it. Like, the fuck? You mad because I paid my phone bill and I ain't pay you back? Listen, girl, listen. Listen. Child. Girl, girl, I don't even know what to tell you, to be honest, because because if I was in a situation, I would I would I would listen, because if I'm girl, I ain't paying no nigga back. That's that's just what it is. I'm not paying no Negro back for nothing that that. No, no, I'm not doing that. But like I said, I don't know what was established between you guys upon him making that payment. Who knows, child? I just know for me, if I'm fucking and sucking you every here and there, I ain't give you a goddamn thing. Nigga, that's your payment. This pussy. Fuck you doing. <laughs> and not saying you putting money on your pussy, but like, come on, bro. Come on. Nah. You getting pussy and you still want me to fucking be? You bugging. You, bug- you bugging the fuck out. Anyways, let's move on to the next email. All right. So this one says, hey, and I can I first... Can I first start off by saying I love you so much. I just love the person you're that you are inspiring me in so many ways. You're a cancer like myself. Whoop. She but anyways, I'm 20 years old and I have been in a relationship with my boyfriend for almost five years. We do live together. He's 21. He is also a cancer. Ooh, child. I I'm not even gonna finish this. Girl, I'ma pray for you because cancers. And cancers, it could be real cute, or bitch, it could be real ugly. So, I'm going to just say that. All right. So, this one says, he's also a cancer. I'm going to try to be as short as possible. But when we first met, we didn't really allow each other to have friends of the opposite sex now. I'm allowing him to have friends of the opposite sex. And honestly, it's a huge adjustment for me. Recently, I went through his phone, LOL. Nothing good ever comes from that. But I seen that he was telling one of his female friends that he misses her and that she's a reflection of him. I got really pissed because I don't feel like that's something you tell another woman. But he claims that he meant it in a friend way, in a friendly way. And there was no ill intention behind it. I mean, a part of me believes him. But then again, I don't know. I asked him how would he feel if he saw something like that in my phone. He told me that he wouldn't care because he trusts me. So let me know, cancer to cancer woman. Am I tripping? Thank you. Ooh, child. You know, as cancers, we get emotional we like, and we react. Sometimes, you know... I, I try to not react on my emotions. I try to act with logical thinking, but you feel how you feel. You know what I'm saying? And you can't deny how you feel. Um, the fact that you guys are allowing each other to have friends of the opposite sex, that's a that's like you said, that's an adjustment in your relationship. So that's something new. Um he said that he misses his friend and she's a reflection of him. 
you know, I, um, I will say this. If he didn't mean it in that type of way, then he probably didn't mean it in that type of way. And I'm going to break it down just to give you guys, my listeners, a different perspective. Not taking his side, just giving you guys a different perspective. You can be friends with somebody that that could be your soulmate. And when people think soulmate, they think lover. Like, I have friends where we're so cool, we're so close. Like, oh my God, you're like my best friend. You bring out the best in me. That doesn't mean that it's an intimate relationship. People think that everything is always intimate when people use words like I miss you or you are a reflection of me. That's just somebody expressing their friendship and him being a cancer is him expressing his emotions towards his friend, which is rare for men to do. But cancer men tend to be more in tune and in touch with their emotions. You know what I'm saying? Now, as a woman and you being his woman, I can see where you took that as what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? But I also see it on the flip side as well. So just because somebody is friends with somebody and they view them as your reflection of me, she may have characteristics or ways that's like him, but she's a female and she's his friend. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't dig too much deep on this, but I will also keep tabs on this. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Because, you know, I wouldn't think too hard about it, but I'd definitely be up on that ass. And I wouldn't confront him about anything else you see or anything like that. You kind of, as a cancer woman, want to tally up. So if you do have to say something again, you want to make sure that you're not tripping. And I've learned as a woman, if you are going to go through your man's phone, you want to make sure you play it cool because you done kind of blew up your spot already by announcing that you read something. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to let shit build up. And then you could kind of go back and look at everything that was discussed or said. Then you could form an opinion or move accordingly of how you want to address the situation. So my advice to you is, you know, I wouldn't really put too much thought and energy into it, but I would also, you know, keep tabs on that ass. That's all. And on top of that, I'm a firm believer. If you have a female friend, she's my fucking friend too. <laughs> and that's just that. Because if, if I'm in a relationship with a dude and I have a bunch of guy friends. My guy friends are going to know my nigga and my nigga's going to know my guy friends, period. If your man is not allowing you to know who this female friend is or to meet her or for even of you two to have a connection or a bond, then he needs to cut her off. That's just my opinion because you're not about to have no fucking female friend and she not trying to be cool and buddy buddy with me, period. Okay. And that's just how it goes. You know what I'm saying? It's like being friends with a married couple, but then you're only friends with one person. That's nah, nah. You got to respect people's relationships, its boundaries, it's certain things that can't be crossed and said. So I just feel like, you know, I would just say that. Like, you want to have a female friend? I need to meet her. And we all need to be fucking friends. It'll be a whole three Migos situation. <laughs> so that's my advice to you. I hope that made sense because I know I, I hit it with a bunch of different perspectives and points, but I hope you got what I was trying to say, you know. All right, so this next email says, hey, and I, I just want to say I appreciate your podcast. It has helped me through dark times. It also it's also helping me see the light in my new days. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. She said, I just want to say thank you for being the being my inspiration to help me through my tough times. So she put on. Uh, so I'm 28 years old. 
a mom to a two-year-old son. Me and my son's father have known each other since 2012. We dated in XYZ until 2016. I had cheated on him due to me being unhappy. He found out and he took me back. Fast forward on to making our relationship work after our situation. My son had came along, adjusting to being new parents and getting adjusted to our new role. My, my son's father has went astray at times and my son doesn't see him for weeks at a time. Since my son had been six months old, I have been single. And my head on being alone and taking care of my son by myself. His dad gets mad when I say that, but I feel it's true. I get annoyed because I would love to have a two-parent household for my son with my son's father, but I feel like he takes advantage of my feelings. He'll say when I get my shit together, we can make things work in X, Y, and Z. Damn, it's been two years since our son was born and I had to figure shit out and make it happen. So should he. I feel like he says that to see where my head is at. I don't want to waste any more time trying to wait for someone who is using me for my feelings. So I'm trying to figure it out and start all over with dating, but I'm so awkward. I don't even talk to no guys or anything. I need some advice to get out more and not always be in mommy mode. I appreciate your help and sorry for the long paragraph. Okay, so this is my advice to you, okay? You ain't dead and your ass ain't old. You still in your 20s. You got a kid. All right, sis. Milf it out. <laughs> you know, um, if a man doesn't know what he wants to do and, you know, that's fine. You guys have a blessing. You probably, you probably are not really meant for each other. Like, you know, I, I, I get the vibe that, yes, we want our children to have a better upbringing than what most of us went through with our parents. But at the same time, if you guys are not getting along and there's no love there and there's no trust, no compassion, it's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think it's it's it how it's going is probably the reality of what it's going to be. And you just have to, you know, make it work for your son's sake and just co-parent. But in the meantime, outside of you being in mommy mode, you need to, girl, live your life. You need to live your life. Like, you're not dead and you're not old. And, um, yeah, like, you'd be surprised on when you put yourself out there. Now, I'm not really the best person to give dating advice because I don't put myself out there because I'm just, I'm very tunnel vision towards my dreams my goals so for me dating could be a distraction especially if the person isn't really for me because I just fall hard and I just ain't got time for all that but I feel like if you are trying to put yourself out there and get out of your mommy mode you're gonna have to go out more you're gonna have to you know call your cousins up let's have a cousin's night call your girls up you know it's getting warmer spring break is coming you know drop your fucking son off at your mother's house and live your best life sis you like I said you're not dead and you're not fucking old and you don't have to pretend and act like you are and dwell on your your baby father and a relationship girl you want to move on with your life you're gonna have to take those proper steps and moving forward and putting yourself out there because if you don't you could be robbing yourself from happiness joy you know having that loving fulfilled relationship and your son could see a man love you you know what I'm saying like we always want you know I say we as if I'm a parent but you know we always want our children to be in a household with mommy and daddy but sometimes 
it is okay if it's not their father. As long as he has some type of male, you know, presence around and he gets to see what a man treats a woman like, that's important as well. So don't stunt the growth of your personal growth on finding love or doing you because you're worried about your baby father. You know, like, fuck it, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Do what you're supposed to do. Do what you need to do. And don't forget to put yourself first and and what you want and who you want to attract and put yourself out there. Go out, flirt. You know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes you may have to holler at a nigga real quick, you know, just to show niggas like, yeah, I'm a boss bitch. What's up? <laughs> I'm interested. I think you cute. So, don't be shy, don't be timid, and don't think on the past. Focus on what's coming in the future. And again, keep your son in mind. What kind of man would you like your son to be around or look up to or idolize? You know, so that's another thing to keep in mind when dating as well. Because if you get serious with a dude, you know, you want to make sure that your son connects with him and he connects with your son. And I think that's the main important thing when dating, being a single parent or co-parenting. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I do have a big announcement to announce. That's a bootleg drum roll. Hold up. <laughs> so as you guys may see on my Instagram page, I am one of the first influencers to work with the brand MCM. I'm super blessed, thankful, and excited because I've literally manifested this. Like I visualized doing something with MCM. This is just a small... Um, stepping stone and I'm super blessed and thankful for this opportunity so for my Dallas Texas followers I will be in Dallas Texas March 22nd the event is from is from 6 to 8 it's at North Park Mall I'm so excited because this is their first time doing something like this as far as an event with an influencer and I'm just like whoa so I hope you guys come out show love show support I'm just dropping shit. Um, come out, show support. Let's take pictures. Let's go shopping. Let's talk. Let's talk about MCM because, as you guys know, it is one of my favorite brands. And this is just a blessing. 2020 is filled with so many blessings and great opportunities. You guys have to claim it, own it, and receive it. And, you know, protect your vision. And when manifesting, keep positive thoughts. So I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for all the love and support that you guys show me. Um, we're only in the beginning stages of 2020, and I'm just super excited for what the future holds for myself and for my listeners. So again, if you guys are in Dallas, Texas, you know, make sure you pull up at the MCM store because I will be there. It's going to be a beautiful shopping experience. This is their first time working with the influencer. Usually they do like athletes or they'll work with like a charity event or a celebrity. So I'm like, wow, they like little Lola Naya. So I'm super thankful and blessed for this opportunity. So y'all better come out. Y'all better come out. And, and, you know, I need them to be impressed by me. Like, yo, she brought a girl. <laughs> so, yeah. Y'all better come. Y'all better come see me. Y'all better come see me. Anyways, I love you guys and thanks for listening. I see you guys. See you guys. Wow. <laughs> I talk to you guys on the next episode.